Hey, Threadheads, we are about to start our episode, but really quick, we wanted to take a quick second and introduce you to our sponsor, Whatnot. Here we have Carly from Whatnot, and we are going to have her tell you a little bit about what it is. Hi, thanks so much for having me. Uh, Whatnot is a three and a half year old live selling marketplace, and we are the largest live selling platform in the US. Um, we have recently been dipping our toes into the quilting world, and it is the best place to shop for and sell uh, quilty uh, supplies, patterns, fabric, you name it. Um, and it's really fun because we are a community-based platform, and so you get to know the sellers. Uh, it's all done via live stream right in our app. Uh, we're having a shop hop on July 17th through 19th that you are not gonna wanna miss. Uh, we're gonna have 20 plus shops from around the country going back to back over the course of three days with all of your Christmas and July needs. Uh, we're super excited and we hope you see you guys there. Awesome. And how are people able to just hop in and shop DStash often or what's kind of the setup and do they need to make an account? So you'll have to make an account um, and Ashlyn will be able to give you a awesome link where you can get $15 to spend during our hop or whenever. Uh, there's kind of always something going on in the quilting and sewing category. So you can jump in, create an account, follow the categories that you like. Obviously, I would recommend following quilting and sewing um, and you'll see all of the quilting and sewing shows that are happening. You can also sell um, by applying to be a seller. Um, we do have a rigorous vetting process, but we're also very inclusive and accepting. And so if you just have, you know, a lot of fabric that you don't want to you want to have go to a better home, uh, you can use us as a platform to sell or uh, can even use it as a platform to increase your stash. Um, so it's a really awesome kind of community building. Um, you can even, we have a woman who teaches a weekly free motion quilting class. Um, she's not even selling anything. She's just hanging out with her you know, community of fellow quilters, teaching them something. Um, and then she has, you know, some stuff you can buy from her, uh, should you choose to. Yeah. It's a really cool platform for just like having, um, like, the money and like selling and shipping everything all in one spot so that you don't have to like figure out how to do that all on your own if you're trying to de-stash or sell something a little bit more casually. Yes, definitely. Um, and we're also hoping to host uh, one of the world's largest online craft fair uh, this coming up in the fall as well. So if you are hope trying to sell any of your quilted goodies, uh, there may be opportunities for that as well. That's amazing. We will be sure to share that with our listeners and you guys can get that code. We'll share it in the show notes. Hey, Threadheads, welcome to the Grateful Thread podcast, where we're creating a community for cool quilting newbies and experienced quilters to unite. Pull up the seat because you can always sit with us. We're your hosts. I'm Lacey of Messy Quilts. And I can announce that I am the newest Grace Ambassador for the Grace Company. <laughs> I'm Ashlyn of Urban Dwell Studio, and I am coming to you live from Boise, Idaho. I'm visiting my dad. I'm in his cool office. You don't get to see it, obviously, but Lacey keeps complimenting me on it. It's pretty amazing. This is our first Zoom podcast recording. Yeah. And I'm kind of sad I'm not sitting by you, though. <laughs> I know. We, we have separate blanket forts and no, we're not getting divorced. <laughs> no. <laughs> Mom and dad are staying together, guys. 
It's just, it's just our July summer schedule. Uh, I have a review for us to read. Um, This is one of your reviews on Apple Podcasts. It's from Cass, aka Nova. Is this seat taken? I love that they promote inclusion and talk about the real struggles associated with breaking into quilting. Their humor and grace filled conversations are something I look forward to every week. You guys are wonderful. Oh, thanks, Cass. She's a real life friend. She is. She's like an OG follower. I've liked following her on Instagram. So yeah, we'll be sharing those on um, every episode. So make sure you review on everywhere you stream this podcast. Yeah. I can't even name them. I, I don't think we'll be doing Stitcher, I guess, because I think some, that's not going, going well for them. Stitcher coming undone, announcing it'll discontinue services in August. So oh, it's not, we'll not be doing Stitcher. <laughs> um, potentially Pandora someday, eventually, maybe. Um, but that costs money. So if you guys want us to be on Pandora, you got to buy those t-shirts. Buy the t-shirts. Healthy That's the best segue way. into merch. <laughs> Healthy segue into merch. <laughs> we took the pride shirts down. We'll hold those out for next year. Yep. Um, but we have other shirts on the website. Yep. And since we haven't announced it on any episode yet, we just announced it on our live. Do you want to tell the people what what we were able to donate to Trevor Project with those t-shirts? Yes. yes. So the t-shirt orders alone from May and June ended up being at $209.10. And then our quilt auction was $185. Ash and I will be donating a portion of the t-shirts that we raised, the money that we raised. So the total that we will be donating to the Trevor Project was $603, which is incredible. So thank you guys so much. That was really important for us to do and mm-hmm. uh, give back during this month. So we are yep. grateful for you. And, and we'll do that again next year. Yep. And our new auction quote will be available pretty soon. Yes. After we get back from our vacations. Yeah, I'd say look for it early <laughs> to mid-August. Yep. Yep. <laughs> we're, we're both vacationing, hence the Zoom. <laughs> and if you're coming to us from the future, this is 2023. July 2023. I guess that also means that we have to make sure we re-up our contract for next June as well. That's true. We've got to talk through that. We will see. We'll see. Um, how else can we connect? Ash? On Instagram is our best way, guys. Uh, we love when you tag us in your stories and posts and share what you're doing. Um, we like seeing your t-shirts out in the wild. If you don't have a t-shirt yet, head over. I will be adding new ones very, very soon. So be stocking Instagram or I guess our individual accounts and we will announce when those are live. Mm -hmm. And didn't we talk about new stickers too? Yeah. New stickers and new t-shirts, new merch will be very, very soon. Awesome. That's going to be cool. Mm -hmm. Um, Is that housekeeping? Yeah. Um, I guess just a reminder to leave those reviews. We need them. Yep. And like them. Yeah. As long as they're five stars. <laughs> Although the two stars kind of make me laugh. So. <laughs> not laughing at you. No, we're not laughing at, at you. Through, the, through your lenses. That's, okay. that's thank you therapy that I can take a two-star review and process through it healthily. <laughs> <laughs> so what, are you digging your therapist <laughs> No. <laughs> All right. Um, so for today's episode, we're excited to host and introduce you to our next podcast guest. 
and we hope that you enjoyed this episode as much as we did. Hey Redheads, today we have a special guest who you've probably heard of. If for some reason you haven't, chances are high that you've completed a quilt pattern designed by one of her many students. Redheads, please welcome Elizabeth Chapel. Hi, Hi Elizabeth. Thanks for having me, guys. Um, so Elizabeth, can you give us just a brief rundown of who you are, a little bit of your background, and then we'll dive more into your business. Yeah. So, well, hmm, who I am. So do you want me as like a personal level or more of like in a, the quilting world? Um, I mean, both start at like college. I like hearing what you went to school for and like how that's evolved. Yeah. So I am not gonna lie. I'm thinking of the Goonies right now where they're like, <laughs> tell us everything. And Chunk is like, when I was five years old, I <laughs> still looking for Tell us everything. 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 Okay, I'll talk. <laughs> in third grade, I cheated on my history exam. In fourth grade, I stole my uncle Max's toupee and I glued it on my face when I played Moses in my Hebrew school play. In fifth grade, I knocked my sister Edie down the stairs and I blamed it on the... Th- okay, so at the very beginning, no, I went to college uh, and I studied English. And I actually decided to study English when I was in China teaching English. And one of my friends there was majoring in English and she lent me all of her books to read. And I was like, despite my high school self, I really enjoy reading these novels. So I switched to English literature and studied that. Um, Let's see, I'm a twin, big family, seven kids in the family. And I grew up in Minnesota lived in Africa for a couple of years growing up. Um, and now I'm in Texas. So, and I've got three kids married to Brad. He's great. Love him. The kids are great too. Uh, yeah, that's me in a nutshell. Did you guys move other places or what was that opportunity? <laughs> okay. So yeah, what was that little Africa thing I mentioned? So, um, we're going to jump into that one. So my dad is an agronomist, which in lay terms, that's he, he's a farmer. And so, but at a university level. And so the U S government has a program called U S aid and they go into other countries and kind of help support their agriculture systems. And so he did a lot of that all growing up. He went to everywhere in Africa, but we lived in Morocco for a couple of years. And that was more of a long-term helping them with their corn. But I mean, me as a kid, I'm like, woohoo, I get to live in Africa, you know, but that's why we went there. So it's kind of like counterpart of state department in a way. Mm -hmm. Is that like the only post that you guys had? Yeah. Stateside otherwise. Yeah. Other than that, he was a college, um, professor and all that stuff that's awesome um so when did you get into quilting like what was your introduction into it yeah i mean it's funny because i grew up and my mom was a quilter um very very great quilter like she would take pictures and make her own quilts with little pieces of fabric hand sewn together i mean just amazing but i it was never for me as a kid you know my mom would be like let's go to the quilting store i was like no not again um but in my 30s early 30s my best friend her mom and sister were bonnie and camille of bonnie and camille um and they would houston yeah They would come to Houston for a quilt market. And I was like, what, what do they do? And so she, her mom, Bonnie taught me how to quilt. And then we started a business and all that. 
Wow. That's really cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so what inspired you to shift from that original business, the Quilter Scandy box membership? Um, you can give the origin of that and then yeah. how it evolved if you want. Yeah. So I've been like a serial entrepreneur my whole life. Um, and so I started this quilters candy box with the friend, uh, the daughter of Bonnie, sister of Camille. And it was cool. It was successful. We loved it. Tracy, my business partner moved away and it was just me. And so I kept doing the box for a while, but I started to see and realize if every dollar that I earn is more work for me, you know, if, um, and I'm taking a huge risk up front of buying this product. And if I don't sell it, then I'm out. So I started to reevaluate and look at other business models. And I was like, mm, what if I change this box to a digital thing? And so then I moved to the Quilters Candy membership. And all the while, I mean, once I started quilting, my after my first couple quilt patterns, I was like, I've got ideas in my brain. I could write some, I could do this, you know? So then I started writing patterns and, and it's just evolved from there. Wow. Um, so for the most part, our listeners tend to be more on like the hobbyist side. Um, but we do get asked about monetization. Um, so when you lead your podcast, um, what topics do you cover around that? Like monetization and hobbyists, do you get those questions as well? from people. Yeah. It's interesting because, cause I do have those two different audiences, right? I've got mm -hmm. the hobbyist, but I've also now I teach people how to write and sell their own quilt patterns and how to grow a craft business, like a quilty business. So my podcast is strictly business. That's like, it's almost weird to talk about it. It's like behind the curtain, you know, you come to my website and it's very business forward facing. You want to see what, how the sausage was made, come to the podcast and hear what's going on. Like, how did I decide to market that way or blah, blah, blah. So I like to have guests who have grown a successful business themselves. And then I also sometimes just have me where I share insights and lessons and stuff like that. It's like the back office of your candy shop. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and then how do you balance all of it? You just have so many plates spinning. Like, yeah, I do. <laughs> how, how do you do it? <laughs> uh, well, I mean, some could say that I don't do it very well. No, I'm kidding. Um, I, well, okay. So I have a team. I hire people to help me. Um, but I also am leaning into and realizing that less is more. So I have a big announcement with Eliza Taylor coming up, which goes into this. I'm just going to leave it at that because we announce it next month, but there'll be more off of my plate in that regard. Um, so read into that if you can, I feel like Taylor Swift right now dropping little yeah. Easter eggs. Um, so no, I just, I'm trying to do less, but having a good team. Um, and I do think like my tendency is to get really zoned in and just focus on something. So when I'm in the zone, I just sprint and get it done. And then I, I'm done with it. And I move on to the next thing and I sprint and get it done. So yeah, maybe I'm wired that way a little bit. Yeah. Ash is a lot like that. Yeah. One task, 110% at a time. It's hard to go back to it to fix anything that was missed. Yes. One well, of people are like, oh, you need to go back and do that. I'm like, it's good. It's good. Like, I'm bad. We're on to the next thing, you know? <laughs> so how many hours are you putting into each element of your business? 
<sighs> my business coach would be so disappointed because I am supposed to do a time audit so I can answer that like to a T and I've not done that yet. But if I had to guess, I work probably 20 to 30 hours a week mm-hmm. and I divide that amongst all the things, you know, I, I, like I said, like if I have a fabric collection coming out, so I design fabric, if I need to work on that, I'm kind of just working on that full time. And then if I need to work on something else, I just do that. So, yeah. And then you mentioned that you do hire out. What aspects have you been able to hire out? Yeah. So, well, I have someone edit my podcast. I have someone manage my Pinterest. Um, I just recently started having someone on my team post on Instagram, um, I'm still pretty involved in that. I'd love to not be as much. Um, gosh, what do I do in my business? No, just kidding. <laughs> um, okay. People help post things in the membership. Um, CPA keeps track of my, you know, money, money in, money out. I'm forgetting something, but basically, you know, you get yeah. the gist. <laughs> That's really incredible. Yes. You balance everything and you're a good, you're really good at delegating tasks and getting your people moving. Mm -hmm. Um, Are there any memorable like success stories or moments from your journey that really stand out to you that you're really proud of? Uh, Becoming a fabric designer. That was very surreal. And I worked on it for so many years that when it actually happened, I just, that has been really, really cool. Um, Seeing my students, no, actually it's more when they reach out and tell me like, oh my gosh, this happened. It's such a like, and I hate to even, I don't want to make, it's not about me. It just feels very humbling. Like I was a piece of that, you know, I was a part of their story. Um, That's really rewarding for me. And Oddly, I will say, like, I thought that, like, once I earn this much money, it's going to be so rewarding and it's going to, the money is really nothing. Like anyone who thinks as soon as I have this much money, it changes nothing, you know, except that you have more money, which is really not that rewarding. So, and I, I don't mean to sound like tone deaf that I don't care about money, but like, if you think money is going to fix something, it won't, you know? So the reward comes from the relationships, the making a difference in someone else's life, uh, that kind of a thing. Yeah. I love that reward comes from relationships. That's really true. I think that's what I've loved about this podcast is really connecting with people and just seeing like people come out of the woodwork with quilting. So it's been really fun. Um, so we briefly talked about your podcast. What other um, topics do you have on your podcast? And remind us what it's called. Yeah, it's the Craft to Career podcast. And I really like to kind of just show my journey. So I talked about becoming a fabric designer. I also, it turns out, and I say this, I think people might be like, Ugh, but I'm kind of into the woo a little bit. Like it turns out being successful in business is a lot of a mental game. And so just really like coming to peace with who we are as people, you know, it's, it's part of this life journey. So I really am getting into, and I really like talking about what success looks like, how to be at peace with yourself, like a little bit of that money, the money's not going to fix anything, you know? Um, yeah. And then again, hearing success stories of other people and what, what actually is going to help you grow your business. So beyond the woo, like what are some tactical, like, you know, you can, 
manifest all you want, but you really need to know some certain things to like have a successful business. So we talk about that too. I've told you this before, but I think your processing of your success and like sharing it in such a healthy way is really not only attractive for so many people, but it's just so healthy for other women to see a woman being successful and being generous with her success and, you know, turning around and lifting up the next person. And you're, you're just not gatekeeping any of it. So yeah, I think what you do is amazing. Yeah. It's inspiring for, I think, I feel like I've in my journey, just jumped into a little bit more putting myself out there and business minded. And so seeing people like you pave the way to say that like it is possible and try, it really is so inspiring. So well, I love that. And I do, I mean, that's one thing I think in especially like female dominated industries and quilting, crafting people tend to feel like I can't charge for this or now I can earn money in this. Or I even hear people, I just want to cover the cost of my fabric so I can pay for my hobby. I'm like, ladies, it's a billion dollar industry. Like you can dream bigger. There's more for you if you want it. I'm not saying people have to go for that, but if you want it, we don't have to be the starving artist. Like there is, you can have a profession in this and be successful. Yeah. It's definitely the like, why not me mentality. And um, I just read that in 2024, the quilting industry is supposed to grow to 5 billion. And if like, why not me, if we're not asking that, then who else is going to be taking it? The men that are in charge of these corporations that have no, like no care for the community, no skin in the game, except money, which, Mm -hmm. you know, yeah. Um, I, that hit a, a chord a little bit. Cause that's, that's always been my, um, theory is, Oh, I just want to pay for my hobby. It, it just, it rings so true to me. Um, because I, do you feel like part of it is that as women in general, we too, we do discount ourselves because of it. I absolutely think so. That's actually something that someone's brought up to me that I do talk a lot about on the podcast is just like women in the workforce and culturally women. Why are we so like, and the, the, the emails that I get from people who are like, how could you charge this much? Or that's unethical. It's from other women. I'm like, Oh, that's really sad because they're discounting themselves. Like it speaks more about them than it does about me. Um, and so it's such an interesting, like, I'd love to study psychology and sociology of all that. Like it's fascinating. Mm -hmm. We're not pricing for the patriarchy over here. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> End of podcast. <laughs> so surface pattern design is something that I would really love to do someday. Um, and when you shared your whole story, I was just, I was all ears. I also cried a lot about it because I was just like, man, she overcame so much. She can do it. Will you tell us, a, you can short like spark notes that, story. I just like, love it so much. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I love, I'm trying to think of the time frame. 2016, probably. Um, I got Adobe illustrator and I was making the most hideous, simple repeat patterns. You know, I was like, Oh my, and I was crying. I, how I would look at fabric that was beautiful. And I, I just, I didn't know how to make the leap from what I was doing to what was on the fabric and what it was in my mind. <laughs> years and years, um, took a course, uh, 
submitted fabric and I did not have my own signature style. I mean, the company that I submitted to, they were like, this is not, I mean, we need to see you. And then thankfully I talked with Pat at art gallery fabrics and submitted and was like, I'm kind of interested And years, maybe a year or two later, she came back and was like, are you still working on that fabric? And I was like, I don't know, man. Um, I don't know that I have it. Like <laughs> she's like, show me what you've got. And she talked with me, like your quilting shows your style. You can see your brand. And I don't see that in your fabric. And that's all she had to say. I was like, Oh my gosh. Yeah, I have a style, you know, how, why didn't I put that in my fabric? And as soon as, and I was able to say, I don't know that I want to have a signature big floral print, which I actually have now in every line. But, um, I was like, I don't know that I want to do that. And she's like, then don't. And just that freedom of like, you don't have to do it that way. Cause everyone has, it just broke this wall down. I was like, Oh, this is fun. I can do that. You know? And just that was like very liberating. And so now I love it. It's so much fun. Um, you briefly said this earlier, what upcoming projects that you can share about? Is there anything else going on? Yes. Well, less is more. So there will be less, but I will always have, I mean, I say always that I know of, you know, and I never say, never say always or never, but, um, I plan to continue to do the pattern writing course every September. And then I have this craft to career course that I am just fine tuning and I've released it before, but I plan to have that be evergreen where people can buy that at any time. It won't be me going through the course with people. Like that's what you get. That's why I had released it. You know, just it's only available now so that I could have a cohort and have weekly calls and answer questions. But there's also people who may not be able to join in that one time that I offer it, you know. So anyhow, I'll have that being available, um, the pattern writing course. And then I'm toying with, I'll have my podcast, fabric design, quilt pattern design. Um, I have a mastermind that I'm hosting this year. And I don't know if I'll do that next year or just open up like two month mentorships where I'll work with people at a shorter period of time. That's maybe a little more affordable. Um so anyhow, that's what I'm thinking of right now. So this is my favorite question to ask our guests. What impact do you hope to leave on the quilting industry and community? You know, that is an interesting one. I've listened to, well, and I've even, do I dare bring this up? Okay, but I will. So there's a podcast that I listen to called The Witch Trials of J.K. Rowling. Um, uh-huh. Very good. Six episodes. That, But I, anyhow listen to it if you wish, but she, they ask her, what kind of legacy do you wish to leave? And she's like, I don't go around thinking about my legacy, you know? And I feel the same, like, who am I, you know, like, honestly, I'd love to help impact people's lives, but then we die and the next generation comes. And so I'd like to leave this world a little bit better than how I found it. And that's, I guess, where I'm at with that. (laughs) We're doing a good job. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we could sit here all day, just gleaming business and life advice from you, Um, but have to end this episode. We will, of course, be linking all of Elizabeth's Instagram handle and website and all the links that we talked about. Elizabeth, is there anything else that you would like to share with our listeners? I don't think so. Well, just, I guess, inspiration. Um, We can do more than we think we can do. And people are more friendly than we think they are, you know, just sending a little more love out into the world. And yeah, I guess I'll leave with that. Thanks for having me, by the way. This is so fun. Thank you so much. So good. 
Holy cow, Ash. I love Elizabeth. <laughs> so good. You think she'll be my new best friend? I think all you have to do is ask. You just have to say, why not me? Wait, yeah, why not you? And why not me? I think what I loved about her is she really just is straight to the point. Yep. She's just like, no BS. We're just going to get into this and do it. So it's really invigorating. Yeah. It's really refreshing to hear straight answers from successful women when mm-hmm. I think a lot of people would give you the runaround and want you to have to go do your own research. And she's always, always happy to just answer your question straightly and put you in, put you in the right direction. Yeah. She only wants success for you. And you can tell that just by talking with her, she's like, I'm not here to hold anything back. So feel very grateful to talk to her today. Her like go-to phrase is rising tides, lift all ships. And that's like, that she just like embodies it and i've heard her say it so many times like on her podcast and in meet like zoom meetings with her and stuff and it's just she truly lives by it so i encourage you guys to go check out elizabeth yep put it we'll put all of the information in the show notes um with her instagram handle and yeah make sure to connect with her all right let's do a quick what you're digging yeah um i am gonna go first Um, I just got upgraded, uh, cutting mats from the grace company. So my old mat was the standard. What sizes are those standard ones? I don't even know. Like 18 by 24 fiskers or yeah. And you told me last fall to upgrade to a 24 by 36. I'm like, I don't need that. Well, I got one from the grace company last week, 24 by 36. It is life changing. (laughs) Yeah. So like when you're done cutting, you can like keep it on the cutting mat yeah that's what i did yeah you're not constantly like moving stuff off of a like surface it's really yeah welcome to the 21st century lacy yeah so this is your sign to upgrade your cutting mat this is 24 by 36 worth every penny that's what i'm gonna recommend five stars five stars (laughs) the bigger the better (laughs) yep just need a space i'm digging threads and no no it's not uh podcast sponsored um uh-uh. entity no. and no it is not a quilting circle and also no it is not one of those dm broadcast things that somebody hosts on instagram where only they can post and you can't comment and it's just random and no, and no it's not for just celebrities spouting off whatever they're thinking yeah yeah it's pretty incredible it's the new it's the new social media platform mm-hmm. from Meta. And I think I think the quilting world is really happy to be a part of it. Um, I mean, it's literally been three days and I downloaded it 24 hours ago. And I'm hooked. Um, not in the way that like Instagram or um like TikTok has has us hooked. It's just a really good way to communicate with like-minded people. And for us, that means the quilting industry. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, if you're listening, you're probably part of that community. I I don't know if I would enjoy it as much if I didn't have like the hobby aspect or how I would find those people as easily. 
if right. I was already part of the quilting community on Instagram. So mm-hmm. I did read somebody say that they really enjoyed that. It doesn't feel like a competition right now because it is just people's thoughts and it, it doesn't feel like it needs to be so curated and perfect. And I, I've been thinking about my Instagram life and how I do feel like Instagram needs to have the perfect picture before I post it. And threads doesn't feel like that. It really feels like be unhinged over here. <laughs> Tell me what you're thinking and connect with people. And it's integrated straight through Instagram, which I think is interesting. So, um, you were like, we were able to just copy all of our friends and followers over. And so as people join, you just like immediately are following them or, and vice versa. So I, I thought that was really smooth and I'm really excited to see how they grow it going mm-hmm. forward and how things get more organized. It's kind of the wild west, right? Yeah. Now. <laughs> it's kind of fun though, because you have like the, the big, uh, celebrities like commenting on people's stuff, like everyday people, because there's not a lot of people over there yet. So <laughs> jump on come join us yeah like one of my favorite content creators in the whole wide world is rod and like he liked my comment on his post today and i was just like oh my goodness (laughs) like that's the reward of being early over there and by early i mean 57 millionth (laughs) 40 46 millionth i finally beat you at something (laughs) how do we know oh because they post your number on your instagram bio (laughs) They do. So then you like look at people's bio and you're like, oh, you're not on threads yet. So go over there before it gets into the high hundred millions and (laughs) you are socially shamed. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So good. Um, We also started the Grateful Thread podcast over there on the threads. So lots of snarky, witty stuff to be coming over there. It's, it's really like Instagram stories, like no BS kind uh-huh. of there's off and like fa- think Facebook status plus Twitter plus notes. 2008 to 2009. It's so Facebook. slow. The scroll just feels slower too. I feel calm when I'm over there. It's, yeah, it's, like it's better than the TikTok sometimes, you yeah. know, cause TikTok can get too fast and flashy because I'm an elder millennial and yeah, I'm really excited to see how their algorithm changes. And yeah, I think that'll determine if a lot of people stick around and engage. Yep. yep. All right. Uh, we'll be sharing where you can find us and Elizabeth. But for you, where can people find you on Instagram? You can find me at Messy Quilts and also MessyQuilts.com. And I'm Ashlyn at Urban Dwell Studio and same.com. <laughs> And we will link Elizabeth at Quilters Candy in the show notes and you can go directly to her. Awesome. And don't forget on every other Mondays, we do go live. So check us out on the live. Uh, Sometimes they're 30 minutes. Last week it was 12. So you never know what you're going to get. I think we've even done like a 50 minute one before. So (laughs) So come check us out on Monday. It's a wild card, bro. podcast is created hosted and produced by ashlyn downs and Lacey messerly our sound engineer is nicholas downs don't forget that we love reading those reviews on apple Podcasts and want to know what your favorite episodes are so that we can bring you more of what you like if you haven't left a rating and review yet will you take a quick minute to share your favorite um and if you didn't like it feel free to tell your coffee barista tomorrow morning while tipping them generously Bye, Bye, (laughs) Threadheads.
Oh, dang, dude. Nick's gonna have a lot of good things to splice in for the bloopers on that one. <laughs> what does that say? Oh, inclusion and talk about the... I don't know what that says. <laughs> the real? Oh, real. <laughs> it's, it's dashed. Like, <laughs> Lucy, I want to leave that in there. <laughs> Just oh. gonna, is this seat taken? <laughs> All right. Where are we at? Sorry. <laughs> this is where my brother comes in and gets to edit it all out. <laughs> I'm in a blanket fort, but you're not here with me. <laughs> really sad one is the loneliest number for blanket sports it is really lonely